Aloha listeners, thanks for joining me. I am Leanne Watanabe, your Honolulu personal trainer. And today I'm super stoked because I have a special guest, Shara Mills. Not only is she a wonderful mother, a wife, and a creative, but she also happens to be my baby sister. Hello, Shara. Where are you potting with us from? I'm potting all the way from Seattle, Washington. So, you know, I was thinking of renaming the podcast. And I know my original name is Exercise Euphoria because I wanted to talk about addiction and exercise addiction and all that stuff. And then I know last week we were chatting and, and you came up with taking the stairs. And then I was thinking uh, over the weekend how maybe we could be two peas in a pod. But um, bump. Two peas in a pod because we are related and we are sisters, but we are quite different. Do you agree or do you not agree? <laughs> I completely agree. <laughs> like, are we born in the same family? Besides us looking pretty much super alike, uh, we could have perhaps been switched at birth. <laughs> okay, I heard this thing called uh, different in many ways yet deeply connected. <laughs> different in many ways but deeply connected. Yes. And so, you know, today I brought you on because we were going to talk about being brave. And uh, let's just tell our listeners, I'm 44 years old. How old are you? I'm 29. 29. So, yes, gang, there's a big gap. Um, About 15 years. Yeah. And for the really long time, I, uh, when Shara was a very young, she just did everything I said. And that was so easy. And she did not have an opinion or any questions. But <laughs> then she became her own person. And that changed. <laughs> I am woman, hear me roar. Yes. But um, yeah, the topic brave came up in a conversation I had a couple of weeks ago with a client. I posted some progress pictures of myself on my Instagram. And in some of the shots, you can kind of see my ostomy. Uh, yes, gang, for you that don't know, if you're not following me for a long time or you don't know me personally i do have an ostomy which is a medical device and it was actually the first time where i took a bikini pic where you can kind of see full body you can see the ostomy and she thought that was brave and then i thought well brave like how Yes, it was scary. And then I thought, yeah, it was brave. So then that's the, how the topic came up. And then I wanted to bring you on because as your big sister, I've seen you over the last probably five years or so do many brave things that even that even myself, I was like, hmm, I don't know if I would be brave enough to do those things that you have done. And so... I wanted you to come on and share just your experiences on the topic of being brave. So when you think of the word brave, I guess, what do you, what, what first comes to mind? Do you feel you're a brave person offhand? Do you feel like you're not a brave person? Like, where are you at on that? At first, when you asked me, I thought it had to be a really big thing. Like I had to, I had to accomplish something really big in my life. And, and it made me really think that I, I, um, I have accomplished big things in my life, maybe not in the same as you or other people, but um, being a mother 
is a big accomplishment in my life where I had to be brave because I had to take care of someone other than myself. Yeah, you know, I want to point out too, I think that's, you know, that's common what you had just said there. And I want to hone in on that because a lot of women, especially, and especially clients that I particularly work with, they only think that celebrations need to be in their heads, what they feel is celebration worthy, which is big, big accomplishments, you know, running the marathon, losing the 30 pounds, um, getting up on stage to do a bikini show. I mean, those are huge. They only feel like it has to be huge. And what I teach my gals is that, no, we must celebrate all wins. And wins come in all shapes, sizes, forms, big or small. You know, a win could be, for some of us out there, just waking up in the day and tackling the day ahead of us. You know, a win could be going out and getting in your your lift for the day that your trainer had given you. And like you had mentioned, a huge win is is being a new mother and having to navigate that. So tell us more about that. So this is tell us a little bit about, okay, what do you have and how old is this human? And are is are you your new mother? And tell us about this. Okay, you have one son, one son, right? Yes. Okay. A big, a big brave thing I had to do was I had to potty train him. <laughs> oh, that was most recent, huh? Potty training. That was my most recent, yes. And it was huge for me because I felt all this pressure. You know, I felt like it was time. He he was doing all these other things, and and you know, I'm comparing myself to other people and other mothers, and I'm like, you need to do this, and. <laughs> I was so hard on him and the minute that I let up, the minute that I just put faith and trust in him and gave him that sense of independence, he completely took he took the lead. He took the reins. Great for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love how there's so many parallels here for those of for people out there that don't know us. Yes, we're sisters. I'm the oldest of five. Shara's the fourth in five. There is a big age gap, like we said. I'm 44, Shara's 29. I do not have kids. I have fur kids. I have four cats and two dogs. And Shara has a real kid, like a real human kid. And I think it's so great because we do have a lot of nieces and nephews, especially on Lake Kelly's side. Um, my husband, he has a lot of nieces and nephews. So I see the moms there navigating everything that you're doing. And potty training a lot of the kids are around the same age right now so like you said you get into this comparison trap right you're probably comparing yourself to other toddlers his age other moms maybe you know and the same thing can be said for you know in my arena in terms of fitness and training and uh an area that is so aesthetic focused there's a lot of comparison in terms of well i'm not losing weight as fast as so and so or my body's not looking like this chick on so and so and i mean i swear comparison is sort of like the it's kind of like how would i say it it's sort of like the death trap when we constantly compare we realize that we're never um we're never able to live up to this imaginary standard we have in the head. And it was so great how you said once you let go and you put faith in him to navigate his journey and to be brave and do something, he does the thing. So he's pretty much like in what pull-ups now, 
boxers. What do kids wear? What do we call underwear in Hawaii? Say that again and what? Bebadies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gang. I just can't with the pigeon words. But what I wanted to say comparison is the thief of joy. Thief of joy. So many other and things. Comparison. Adults should play more. We should be more playful in our lives. Yeah. I try to include that and stuff and, and especially with when I'm working with my clients, like if they, I always ask them, what do you like to do? If they like to dance, sometimes we do a little dance party warm up, you know? Yeah. It's, you have to be in touch with, that's what I love about kids. They're so carefree and they don't really have any kind of previous experience to navigate decision decisions off of. So they just kind of roll with it. Right. And that's how they learn. Right. That's why when we watch them, they crawl and they fall and they get back up and they try again and they do the thing. And then they crawl, they walk and they, you know, they're doing all these things. Like, whereas you're an adult, you have all this, you know, the bad that can happen, you know, what pain can happen. And so you're always like hesitant or you're always over analyzing the decision. Yeah. So being great for you was the, um, was navigating motherhood, right? Yes. And then I think even more so as being brave is I would consider you sort of like a part-time single parent. I don't know if you agree, but why don't you, so your husband is in the Navy. Yes. He's a submariner. Okay. So he goes away for long stretches of time yes, he does. and you're in Seattle and we are in Hawaii. And if you know, look like a lot of local people, they don't really, they're not really down with the traveling. <laughs> well, our family isn't. <laughs> so pretty much. It's a tropical place where you can just jump in the ocean. Mm. You don't have to wear like tons and layers of clothing. I mean, being in Seattle is like, you feel stuffy and you feel like you can't be yourself. <laughs> but um, so you have no family there, correct? In Seattle? No, right. No in-laws or any. So, uh, not like, right. Know, but I basically, mean, you don't have no. like any help in terms of when you moved out there because Gordon was stationed there. You're kind of like doing it by yourself. Yes, all by myself. So, yeah. how do you? I mean, I know you've been used to it, but is it hard? It's definitely hard. It's, it, it. You. You don't. Things will just. Things will happen because motherhood, there's so much uncertainty when it comes to being a mother and it just falls on on you. So some examples of that were like, we had nasty neighbors that I had to deal with on my own. Okay, um, nasty neighbors. The road because I had a flat tire. And Navigating auto repairs on your own. That sucks. A leaky base or a flooding basement. Um, all the things, <laughs> all the things that normally your husband would take care of or help you take care of, but you have to, yes, navigate them on your own. Yeah. And that's why I so much admire you because you really stepped up to the plate in terms of, you know, when you are tasked with motherhood, which wasn't planned, right? Uh, no. I yeah. mean, you weren't actively trying, but you weren't There's not trying. That we wanted to get married, but we did not plan to have a kid at the time that we did. <laughs> right, where Gordon was being stationed from Hawaii to Seattle, and you had to move, and you were pretty pregnant. Actually, got cold feet. 
and I wanted to stay in Hawaii because I wanted to go back to school and figure out things for myself. And that was just the fear of committing to someone else and being vulnerable in that way. Right. So that was another way that I was brave was committing to someone, moving to a whole different state. And then I got blessed with Makai and I wouldn't call it a mistake, but it was, it was definitely a blessing that made me the brave person that I am today. Yeah, I think that's so great. I think for people listening out there, I think the the reminder is that, you know, I think every day, no matter how big or small, we are doing things that either make us uncomfortable, we're not sure of, or that requires a bit of being brave to just continue on, especially in, in these times right now where COVID cases are spiking again and things are getting adjusted and shut down again. And um, I think the key takeaway is, I think for you, Shara, what would be your number one tip, I guess, for moms who are single moms out there and have to navigate it, whether it's single moms on purpose, because, you know, not everybody is blessed to have, you know, two people in a, in a partnership or single moms by, you know, in terms of occupation or just with traveling. I think what would be your number one tip for how a single mom out there who's struggling how can she show up and be brave? My number one tip is to just do you. To do you, to focus on your health and wealth, to utilize the resources that are given to you, um, reach out when you need help. You're never alone. Right. I think that's important too. Like, I think the key takeaway is a lot of moms have a problem asking for help maybe and not even moms just people in general i think women we get a lot of pressure to do it all carry all the hats in terms of especially if you're a mother and you have kids it's expected for you to be i always hear this term like super mom um some of the moms that i train i know that there's like uh you know like you said the comparison trap like what mom is doing what for birthdays and and you know you have to match up to other kids birthdays and all this stuff but I think you said it best where you're just like, you got to do you, you know, you got to like focus on what works best for you yourself. And then also knowing that it's okay to reach out and ask for help when you need it. Yes, but be open to help. Yeah, be, be open to help. My ego is big because, you know, where we come from, we got big egos. So we have to put pride aside and let other people help us navigate through a life that is hard because everybody's life is hard and we all need help sometimes. Yes, gang. So I think what that is, you know, we just want to leave you with this, like we feel being brave is just about facing your fear head on, right? And in the times where you feel like you, you really don't have it in you, you can probably like dig deep and do these three things. Number one is embrace failure. Um, and view your mistakes as just part of the learning process. I think we tend to beat ourselves up for not being perfect or for not getting it right the first time. And if we can let go of that perfection mindset and embrace our failure and embrace our mistakes, then that will be better off for it. I think the second thing we also do is, like you said, ask for help. Understanding that asking for help isn't a sign of weakness, but the opposite, a sign of strength, you know, to seek out those, 
maybe doing it better than you so that you can learn from them. And, you, you know, when you start asking for help, you'll realize that people really want to help people out. I mean, people really want to help us. So we just have to ask. And then the last but not least, number three thing, I think, is to stop seeking approval and validation from others, you know, around you, looking for that affirmation or or even holding back from being completely transparent, like being completely you because for fear of you might say the wrong thing, you might do the wrong thing, you know, you're not an expert in that er arena or you have these flaws that you think you have. And um, just know that you're in the driver's seat navigating your path, right? All part of the learning process. So it doesn't matter if you fall, if you fail, being brave is at least trying, right? At least giving it a go. Having the courage to face at least one of your fears straight on. So what do you think, listeners? When was the last time you felt truly brave? We would like to know. Stay tuned for Being Brave Part 2 where Sharon and I discuss being brave as daughters, sisters, and wives. Have a great day. Take care, gang. Aloha. Aloha.